internet, 20%, yeah. right? These companies are doing this and they have been doing it. Don't be caught shorthanded, you're right? You're going to the restaurants, the restaurants are doing it. You're noticing mm-hmm. prices here, here, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. Okay. Start doing that little bit, little bit, little bit now, because you're going to lose customers if you try to implement a 50% increase. Yeah. Welcome to AFO Wealth Management Forward, a podcast about finance, accounting, technology, and entrepreneurship. We apply our decades worth of experience and insight into what makes businesses work so we can help others grow both personally and professionally. In this ever-evolving marketplace, we help accounting firms and financial advisors grow their practice through the adoption of holistic wealth management services. Learn from industry leaders and subject matter experts to unlock the secrets of their success. A podcast that shows people and companies the transformative power of technology so they don't fear it, but instead harness it. Don't fight the robots, team up with them. And here are your hosts, Rory Henry, Director of Business Development and CEO Rob Santos of Arrowroot Family Office. All right. Hello, everyone. I am incredibly excited uh, to have our guest on today. He is the co-founder and managing director at Profits First Professionals. Uh, their elite accountants, bookkeepers, and business coaches have helped drive profit in over 100,000 businesses worldwide. They're on a mission to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. He's also the co-host of a podcast called Grow My Accounting Practice. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest, Ron Saharhan. Did I say it right, Ron? Came close, Saharian. Came close. Very close. Saharian. All right. Ron Saharian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me as a guest. I, I appreciate it. But I do want to correct one thing. Okay. Uh, you mentioned 100,000 companies. We have over 650,000 companies. Oh, my God. You're a rock star. Yeah, that are implementing this methodology that I, I, I'd share. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So we got a lot of wood to chop here. Yeah. Uh, let's start off. I always like to get the origin story. So your Batman, your Superman origin story. How did you come to, to be a co-founder of Profit First? Uh, and Lynn, let's talk about that Profit First methodology. Sure. Absolutely. So uh, Mike Michalowicz, he's my business partner. Mike is an author and a serial entrepreneur. Um, and the book that he wrote in 2014 was titled Profit First. Mm-hmm. Profit First is a book in a cash flow methodology. It resides, it's a system actually, and it resides in between financials, which are historical documents, and forecasting which are hopes and dreams. Yeah. Profit first is the a pay yourself first system that resides in the middle of it. So Profit First Professionals is the organization that Mike and I co-founded to support the teachings in the book. And what we do is we certify accounting firms, bookkeeping firms, financial services firms in this methodology so that they can implement it in their customers' businesses. Mm. Now, can we break down that methodology and the sales minus expenses equals profit versus what you guys do at Profits First? Is sales yeah. Profit? yeah, sure. So, you know, the issue is that, you know, well, you probably know this, your audience knows, this. <laughs> statistically speaking, um, startups fail. Uh, 50% of them don't make it to year five. Um, 83% of businesses under 25 million are living check to check. Mm-hmm. That means if we're in any room or any organization, the company to the left and to the right might be in that position. And that's a travesty. And it's not because entrepreneurs are stupid. They don't know what they're doing. They're actually brilliant. 
you get people to buy stuff, you make stuff, you invent stuff, you market stuff, you hire yeah. people. People give you money. The problem isn't the entrepreneur. The problem is how we have all been taught. And so I'm going to use a little high-tech visual <laughs> right here. All right? So we're all familiar with sales minus expenses equal profit. profit. Right? Yep. Oops, I got my thing oh. on. Sales minus profit <laughs> equal expense. Got it. And that makes sense, right? You sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Manage your expenses. And then whatever you have left over, you pay yourself with. Right? That's your profit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait a second here. From a behavioral standpoint, what comes first is important. What comes last is an afterthought. So we're saying over decades and decades that sales is important, expenses are important, but profit is an afterthought. It's the crumbs. It's the leftover. But with profit, you can pay yourself. You can pay down your debt. You can celebrate the health of the company. Yeah. You can hire. You can be philanthropic and charitable. Mm -hmm. So what we're saying is, this is, this is the world is flat, man. Sales minus expenses <laughs> equal profit is the world is flat. Yeah. The real thing that everybody needs to understand is sales minus profit equal expenses. Okay? Sales minus profit equal expenses. Sell, sell, sell. Take your profit. <laughs> run the business on everything else. Okay? But what people don't understand necessarily is, is this P? That P is representative of you paying yourself. There's business owners out there that aren't paying themselves. Struggle, yep. Struggle, right? That's also taking care of your profit. Take your profit. You need to be profitable, okay? Three tax. When we're, when we're profitable, we got to pay tax, yeah. right? Yep. And then security. We recommend every house in every company should have three to six months of core capital, okay? Then your purpose. Then you manage everything else, okay? So the reason this works is because it works with human behaviors. What comes first is important. We're now putting profit important, paying ourselves important. You probably ask yourself, what's Tally for? Well, Tally for is a tax flow that empowers firms to automate the tax trial balance, saving them hours per return in three easy steps. Import, adjust, and file. Import. Tally4 accepts data from all major accounting systems. Adjust. Your accounting and tax teams can collaborate to make all the necessary tax-based adjustments. And file. Once the tax trial balance is completed and approved, Tally4 can send it to any leading tax product. Tally4's import, adjust, and file process will help you reduce the time it takes to create a tax return from hours to just minutes. To learn more about using Tally4 for your CPA firm, head over to tally4.com. That's T-A-L-L-Y-F-O-R.com. Okay. And so how we do this, it's pretty easy when it comes down to it. Um, we follow grandmother's envelope budgeting methodology. Okay. For your audience members that may not be familiar with it, how I was raised to manage my money, how my mother taught me, how her mother taught her was whenever we would get a little bit of money, we would divide it up into specific envelopes. The envelopes that my grandmother had, rent, mm -hmm. food, okay, uh, church, clothing. Pretty simple, 
right? Pretty simple. Okay. And so when grandma went to the food store, she didn't bring all her envelopes. She brought one envelope and she made the money work. She made the money last. And so what we're doing, we're not using envelopes. We're using bank accounts, <laughs> literally bank accounts. Okay. And so what we're, we're doing and why that works is because most of the time business owners wake up in the morning and they do what we call bank balance accounting. Yeah. How many times do they look at their bank? They look at the properly? bank balance, right? But that's yeah. not all yours. It's not exactly. It's not all yours. Okay. And, but they think it is. Yeah. So that's why at the end of uh, a quarter, you'll get your financials and there'll be a profit and you'll say where to go. It's not yeah. in my bank. Well, you spent it. No, I didn't. It says I have a profit. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love when you talk about psychology and, and I know we talked about Parkinson's law and mm. necessity is the mother of invention. Can you kind of talk about that waterfall, Ron, of those bank accounts and how operating expenses are really that last account that you can fluctuate and play with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we set up five foundational accounts, okay? And the accounts, the first account is, is an income account, okay? Income, so it all goes into there. Then we have a profit account, we have a tax account, we have an owner's pay account, and then we have an operating account, OPEX. And what we do is we take a predetermined percentage of that revenue that comes into the income account. And then on the 10th and 25th of every month, we allocate that money into a specific bank account for the purpose. Whatever is left over, that's the bank account you wake up every day and look to make decisions yeah. because you paid yourself. You have profit. You have money for Uncle Sam. Now you're running the business on, the le on less because of what you said, Parkinson's. Park Northcote Parkinson is a theorist, <laughs> right? And he basically came up with that humans are going to exhaust all available resources at any given point of time. Stephen Hawkins says mm -hmm. the same thing about this planet, yes. okay? So that means if I give you a project and say, here's $10,000, do it in 10 weeks, you're going to spend $10,000 and do it in 10 weeks. Yeah. However, when resources are less, we are more creative. That's the flip side of Parkinson's. We work harder. We try to do more with less. With less. Yes. Yeah. And so to, to your audience members experience, well, I hope they experience this every single day because everybody uses a tube of toothpaste, hopefully. <laughs> right? When you get a full fresh tube, right, Roy? Yeah. You lie yep. some on your toothbrush, big bead, boom, brush your teeth, some falls off, no big deal. As that month progresses, you're cranking it over the counter. Yeah. Right? You're squeegeeing it up. You're working it. You're trying working to get it. that little head of drop a little morsel. <laughs> Give me that little morsel. But isn't it amazing how fresh our breath can be with right. just that little amount of just toothpaste? Just a little bit. That's what we're doing. We're constricting the operating account. We're, we're, we're looking at it as a half tube of toothpaste. Okay. And so Mike and I have studied thousands of companies and in the book, it'll detail what those percentages are that you should be allocating into your um, business. And not everybody can allocate what's in those percentages in the book, but what you can do, you can start, you can start by allocating 1% mm -hmm. into an account. If you haven't paid yourself, if you're not profitable, if you have debt, you know, what's keeping you up at night, allocate it into that, watch it grow, stack on another account, similar thing, watch it grow. 
Yeah, makes sense. And I always like to talk about mindset, Ron, uh, with our guests. And we, we deal with accounting firms. We educate them on how to adopt a holistic uh, wealth management services. You know, can you kind of let uh, uh, the audience know what, what you uh, provide as far as coaching goes when it comes to mindset? Because I know you deal with a lot of accountants and bookkeepers out, out there. You know, what do you guys implement as far as changing the way they think? It is true transformation, true transformation, right? Um, a lot of it is taking back your company. All right, what we're doing. And it also has a lot of mindset component, a lot of role playing, a lot of coaching, you know, to the mindset is to try to get them to the point where, hey, man, listen, it's their loss if they don't work for you. You're a blue chip athlete. That university or college that recruits you and brings you on is going to be stronger with you than without you. And it's not about your price. It's not your price. That is the problem. It is how you are communicating the value and the benefits of working with you. It's providing a better experience. So we have a whole experiential type of, um, you know, sales type of program. I call it response training. And Mm -hmm. it starts with value starts at hello, right? If you're saying the same questions, if you're accounting firm owner and you're talking to a prospect and you say, how many bank accounts do you have? How many transactions? How many credit cards? What's your software? Yada, yada, yada. That's the same thing as everybody else. People don't want to work with their grandfather's accountant. They want to work with an accounting firm that not only is cloud-based, not only is great at compliance, but can help with business advisory services. How can you help me grow my business? How can you help me keep more of my money? How can you help me have money so I can give it to Rory for investments? (laughs) Right? Right. I um, I mean, you know, so the first question that I like to ask is a business owner, hey, may I have your permission to ask you personal questions about your business? It's respectful, means it's gonna, stuff's gonna get real. Now, Rory, did the business afford you and your family the true lifestyle that you wanted? 90% of the time, it's no, okay? Then I say, well, if you had a little bit more money, what would you have done with it? 90% of the time, I would have put more away for retirement. Okay, great. Then we move on and we say, okay, well, do you have, what is your understanding of your cash flow? Do you have true clarity on your financials? Do you understand the ebbs and the flows? Do you know what's coming and going? Not as much as I should. Okay, well, that tells me you need a system and a process. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to decrease? And there's, these are questions that are positioning our members for a much better experience. And I'll tell you what, that proposal, when I send that proposal, the first thing we're doing as we're implementing Profit First, we're going to open up a retirement account, Uh not a 401k, not of this, not of that, but a bank account. And we're allocating money into it. And the only thing you can do with that money is give it to Rory for investment. (laughs) I love it. I love it. seems like you guys are giving them a cash flow system, a pay yourself first system that that gives them hope uh, for a better tomorrow, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this is the ultimate pay yourself for a system. You know, um, it's also different. It's also disruptive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people judge the book by the cover, but they also don't understand it. Okay. And so if an accounting firm is listening to me and they're saying, oh my God, Ron, that's way too many bank accounts. The reconciliation is going to take forever. The bank fees are going to be enormous. The bookkeeping charges are going to be astronomical. No, 
not even close. You're not understanding. And so then I would say, okay, well, would you advise your customers to open a payroll account? Yeah. Yes. Would you advise your businesses to open up a sales tax account? Right? Yeah. Then what do you do with that? Well, I simply once a month or twice a month, I kind of just take that money out of that account and I allocate it into the OPEX so it can be paid. That's all we're doing. These are all holding accounts, right? And so you're not writing checks. You're not collecting income only into here. And we're allocating and the reconciliation is nothing. And there's free banks out there. There's low banks out there. <laughs> yeah. We're certifying banks out there. You know? So, I mean, I've never been taught to look for a low cost bank. Yeah. Right. You just see all these big banks, but there's tons of them out there. Just look yeah. for it. Plus we have a list. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, we, you know, we're uh, big believers in behavioral finance. I interviewed Dr. Daniel Crosby, who's a New York Times bestselling author. He's the chief behavioral officer at Orion Advisor Solutions, one of the largest wealth management technologies out there. And he talks about the three E's, Ron. And I love it because it's three E's of behavior change. It's education, environment, and encouragement. Just because you have the education alone does not mean means you're not going to change your behavior. He cites 13% of people smoke, 14% of doctors smoke, 27% of nurses. They advise people on how unhealthy smoking is but you don't change behavior. You need that environment. You need those systems put in place to ensure that you'll be successful. And then you need that encouragement from that advisor, that accountant to make sure you're staying on track. It seems to me that that's exactly what the Profit First system is doing. Oh, absolutely. And that's what we were teaching, how to, how to help the accounting firm, bookkeeping firm hold their customer accountable for the actions that they're going to do. Yeah. Right. But also, here's the thing. The accounting firms, cobblers, kids have bad shoes. Same thing. (laughs) So it's mandatory that all our firms adopt profit first. Okay, mandatory. So they themselves have to go through it. First. Absolutely. They have to go through it. We are a limited membership organization. There's only going to be 1,000 certified firms in the United States. So you guys are like Bitcoin. You're capping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but here, here, here's the thing, right? They have to go through the pain of going to the bank yeah. account. They have to do the instant assessment. They have to make the allocations. And we assign every firm a guide, literally wow. a human being that helps them get the most out of membership. And the recommendation is, okay, now the first time, one, this is what happens. When we create what's called a profit blueprint or profit assessment, mm-hmm. it's a business model, 15-page report, and it's your game plan of how you're doing it. So you have a plan. The first thing is to allocate the money, okay? The next is watch it work and try to gamify it to get to these elite yeah. percentages. but. Here's a couple of behavioral things that happen. Um, also, it's, it's emotional. Yeah. Because this is often the very first time that a business owner has a true cash Fair flow view. plan, right? Two, they're moving their money. That's very powerful. That's empowerment. For mm-hmm. the first time, a lot of these business owners are empowered. Yeah. Next is you have a plan, you're executing it, it's working. You're focusing on growing your business because you're paying yourself, you're profitable, your expenses are under control. Now I can work at growing my business. Those are in how you do it, step-by-step, small little increments. 
right? This is not getting rich overnight. Yeah. This is not going to the gym and saying, <laughs> I'm going to throw up 300 pounds on my first time. No, you can't. Yeah. I always say, how do you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Taking those small steps and being okay with, you might fight, fail, you know, but those, those small steps will, will produce eventually well, some big results. Here's the thing. People say, Ron, I have no profit. I'm not paying myself. I have 20K in arrears. How can I even do this? It makes no sense. You probably ask yourself, what's Tally 4? Well, Tally 4 is a tax flow that empowers firms to automate the tax trial balance, saving them hours per return in three easy steps. Import, adjust, and file. Import. Tally 4 accepts data from all major accounting systems. Adjust. Your accounting and tax teams can collaborate to make all the necessary tax-based adjustments. And file. Once the tax trial balance is completed and approved, Tally 4 can send it to any leading tax product. Tally 4's import, adjust, and file process will help you reduce the time it takes to create a tax return from hours to just minutes. To learn more about using Tally 4 for your CPA firm, head over to tally4.com. That's T-A-L-L-Y-F-O-R.com. I guarantee there's expenses in that business yeah, that are not necessary for the survival of the business. Right. But you still can do it. It works like the 401k. Right. Automatic why enrollment. <laughs> automatic enrollment. And why does it work? Because we're taking it off the top. We're removing it from temptation and it grows. I remember when that bad boy first came out, my <laughs> wife and I um, first put in what three, five yeah. percent. We did it for a year. Next, we moved up to 10. And I remember at the third year, my wife and I basically sitting at the table saying, can you believe we're still living the same lifestyle with 30% of our top line salaries coming off the top? <laughs> That's what this does. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, we've talked about this before the call. Uh, you know, I know maybe firms out there and, and businesses are concerned about where the economy is going, Ron. Mm. I know we have clients that we work with are concerned about their portfolios you know, we have to coach them and, and talk to them in regards to where the market's at. Can you kind of talk about what you guys are doing as far as recession, the recession goes and your response, recession response techniques that you're coaching your, your profit professionals with? Sure. Well, the first thing that, you know, depending on just in general, understanding finances. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean, investment finances, compounding interest yeah. is a beautiful thing. It is unbelievable getting rich slow <laughs> is not a bad idea trying to get rich quick is so the first thing is what are you looking down the field for are you looking down the field put 50 bucks in an automated thing every other week boom 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 do it for your kids now right so getting that understanding that what you have now should be used for the future okay yeah. next is inflation 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 Okay, so what are we going to do in our business that is going to proof us? Mm -hmm. Well, a couple of things. One, you have to be fiscally responsible, operating profit first. Two, we recommend setting up a vault account. Okay, a vault account. This is a, it can be an emergency fund. Uh, regardless if we're in a recession, regardless if we're in a pandemic, I've been telling people to have an emergency fund since the beginning of time, simply yeah. because California, you guys are burning again, yeah. right? The, the Gulf Coast is getting wild by hurricanes. We're going to mm -hmm. get a Northeaster blizzard hurricanes. Mm -hmm. These regional disasters are always decimating businesses. Yeah, Let's proof that by ensuring that we have safeguards, church, 
uh, ministries, nonprofits, have a core capital repair account, right? And so by doing that, also raise your rates. You have to raise your rates. Yeah. Everybody's raising the rates. You have to raise yours. If you're I mean, inflation's in, ha- inflation's happening, what are some techniques that you guys are advising your clients on when it comes to to raising their rates? I mean, just due to sheer inflation. Yeah. So one of the things is, you know, you got to bump it up a a minimum three to 5%. And that's usually inconsequential to the business owner. Right. I mean, I just got my cable, my, my cable bill. They jack it up 16%. Wow. Internet 20%. (laughs) Yeah. Right. These companies are doing this and they have been doing it. Don't be caught shorthanded. You're right. You're going to the restaurants. The restaurants are doing it. You're noticing Mm -hmm. prices here, here, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. Okay. Start doing that little bit, little bit, little bit now, because you're going to lose customers if you try to implement a 50% increase. Yeah, absolutely. But also take a look at what you're doing. This is a great time to invest in technology, Mm -hmm. right? In automation, things that are going to help you tomorrow invest in now because the dollar is not going to be as worth as much it is tomorrow. So if there's any technology initiatives that are going to help you do better at your core delivery of services of your job, right? Take a look at it. Consider that because that's going to be a worthwhile investment today because it's going to cost you so much more tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, what our tagline on the podcast, Ron, is don't fight the robots, team up with them. So we're a big believer in leveraging technology to be more efficient, to be more transparent to your clients. All right, Ron, I know I've heard some great success stories of some profit first businesses. I, I mean, what comes to mind, I think he talked about a healthcare company who couldn't afford carrots. And then Mm. It was a, a baseball team, the Bananas. Can you, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about some success stories of Profit First Firm. Yeah. So there's a lot of success stories. And, um, you know, a lot of them uh, is about paying down debt. Mm-hmm. Um, but others are about achieving. And so the Savannah Bananas. Um, Savannah might, Bananas. Yeah. Savannah Bananas. <laughs> love them. Love them. And so um, Jesse's story is in the book of Profit First, where, you know, he bought this minor league franchise, struggling, struggling, struggling. Well, today they are the most profitable sports franchise by percentage out of anything. They don't charge for food in their stadiums. They have one ticket price. They don't have sponsors. It's unbelievable. It's a fan. Where's the money coming in from, Ron? Tickets, tickets, and merchandise 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 these guys are now becoming the harlem globetrotters of basketball i mean baseball baseball they're all over the place i i'm not a big fan of baseball because it's a little slow for me okay this was one of the most interesting fun baseball experiences i've ever ever had but that's cool. But also, I want to talk about, you know, our, one of our members whose child, unfortunately, passed away and they occurred right. 750000 in medical debt. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Paid it down, paid it off in a couple of years. Oh, wow. I want to talk about Susan Frew, one of our uh, members now. She's a coach and she's a speaker. And what she does is she prepares businesses for sales. Uh, her bookkeeper many years ago basically stole 750,000 from her organization. Wow. Then they, she was doing other things wrong. And there was another 200 on top of that in fines to the IRS. She was successful in paying that down. 
That's wow. what we're talking about, right? And using the snowball effect. Also, people are using it. They're, they're architecting profit first to achieve what they want, whether that's an employee, whether that's a Ferrari, whether that's, you know, um, helping with charitable yeah. initiatives within the team. So if you look at the book, if you look on Amazon and check in profit first and just take a look at the reviews, you'll see yeah. thousands of success stories. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, and, you know, in talking about growing businesses, we always uh, tell uh, people we work with, you know, you don't have to work in your business. You can work on your business. And, and I know you spoke on a recent podcast about dedicating time or allocating time to making sure you can work on your business and not necessarily in it. Can you kind of talk about that importance and maybe what you do as far as um, uh, growing your business? Yeah, sure. So we one of the time management classes that I, I, I teach within the business, um, we always want to be, we don't always want to be working in the business. We need time yeah. to work on it. Okay. And so my philosophical approach is, okay, adopt this, do what you say you're going to do by when you say you're going to do it and do it 3% better than expectations. Okay. That's one. Two, what gets scheduled gets done. Okay. Hold yourself accountable. If you don't do what you say you're going to do when you schedule something. So if, if marketing is an issue for you, schedule yourself for an hour of marketing. Okay. Turn off your emails, turn off your phone buzzers, all that great stuff and focus on that initiative. Additionally, the work that you don't enjoy doing, there's all bits and pieces of our job that we're not thrilled about, but we yeah. have to do them. Do that when your energy's highest. Do it when your energy is highest. I'm a morning guy. Usually three, the morning, yeah. Yeah, three, four o'clock, I'm shot. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So I like to do that stuff there. Then I get it done. I bang it out. Boom, moving it on. But here's another thing. This is, this is what they say. Well, how do I hold myself accountable? Well, we call something a $100 challenge. Uh -huh. Basically, I want you to write a $100 check to the political party that you don't like. <laughs> Okay. I want you to put it in That's an envelope, motivation. <laughs> address it. Then I want somebody on your staff who's in charge of it. And if you don't do what you say you're going to do as an owner, they're mailing that check. And that's where culture starts. If you're doing what you say you're going to be doing all the time and doing it better than expected, yeah, that's going to resonate through the firm. Yeah, Get that going. Right. But the hundred dollar challenge, it's great. People I cringe it. at it. And it's easy. it's easy. I'm going to use, I'm going to use that. I actually do something similar with when I'm trying to get people to stop smoking or help them stop smoking. There's a great book out there by Alan Carr. It's called the easy way to stop smoking. It's one of the most successful self-help books out there. He's able to reframe your brain uh, to not have an urge or not feel like you're in purgatory or that you still want that cigarette. And I've had 15 people read this book, Ron, all 15 people have stopped smoking. Wow. And what I'll do is I'll say, hey, I'm going to give you $200 right now. I'm going to Venmo it to you. I'm going to send it to you. I want you to read this book. And after you read this book, if you, when you stop smoking, you should return the money to me, right? And so it forces them to, to, to actually read the book. They feel guilty or obligated to do so. And what happens is by the end of the book, they just stop smoking. And the great thing about the book, if, if there's any smokers out there or know people who smoke, they can continue to smoking as they're reading the book. He advises you to continue to smoke as you've been doing, so you don't feel like you have to stop. And by the end of the book, 
it reframes your brain to not have that urge or not want to smoke. It's a fantastic book. It's Alan Carr's The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. It's really Great. doing that motivational tool to get people to take action. I love that. I, I, I love that because there's a heck of a lot of books out there on weight loss. Every diet has a book out yeah. there. There's yeah. so many finance books out there. There's so many yeah. of this books out there. What it really comes down to is accountability and doing mm -hmm. it. Yes. Right. You know, many people have the profit first book on their shelf. Right. Haven't even read it. Right. Then those have read it. Well, have you taken action? No. Why not? Right. Because change is difficult. Yeah. And especially if it's an addiction, it's even more difficult. So yeah. having an accountability partner, working with working with collaborative partners on mm -hmm. your business, mm -hmm. sharing resources. Right. And literally a rising tide will lift all boats. I agree. I agree. So what is the, in the future here for profit first, uh, uh, Ron, where are you guys uh, going to go? Obviously you're going to cap it out at a hundred thousand like Bitcoin. You're just... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we're, we're um, so we're, what we're doing, we're, we're a global corporation. Um, we have 400 certified firms in America right now mm -hmm. in America. We're capping it at 1000 1, uh, globally. Yeah. Globally we're over 625. Um, I've last month I opened up profit first UK. So we have a location out there that is servicing all there versus one or two, mm -hmm. um, accounting firms. And so we're, our global expansion is to have a replication of what we're doing here in America, in every country under the sun. I love and it. right now we have profit first us, Canada, UK, Netherlands, Germany, Australia. Okay. And so the beauty of this is that profit first is not accounting. It's not, it's book not accounting. It's not, it's bookkeeping. not bookkeeping. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, what your revenues are, what currency you're operating in. This will work because it's a system, a system. I love it. I love it. All right, Ron, uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show here. This has been, been invaluable. If people want to know more about Profits First or get a hold of a Profit First professional, what's the best way to do so? So I have gift, uh, gifts for your audience. Um, oh, if nice. any, I, have, I have 10 Profit First books. For anybody that emails Rory and asks for a copy of Profit First, I will gladly gift them a copy of the book. Okay. I love it. If you're interested in becoming a certified Profit First professional, pick up the book, read it, then go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com and apply. If you're looking to work with a certified Profit First professional firm, go to the same homepage in that little hamburger thing, click <laughs> on that, and there'll be a resource for you to be matched with a Profit First professional. Awesome. Ron, thank you so much for coming on the show. And we hope to have you back on again here in the future. Yeah, thank you very much. My pleasure. Great job, Rory. All opinions expressed by Rob Santos and Rory Henry on this website podcast interview are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of our root family office, LLC, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by anyone as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of their opinions. Past performance is not indicative of future results.